Sponsored by Skin Slipper, a safer, smarter skincare device. And we're back. Yes, we are. Did you miss Am us? Am I picking up? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> the funniest part of this is, so as you all can tell, Richie Rich is not physically here. He's calling in. I'm calling in. The Rona got me, guys. And, yeah. The Rona got me. <laughs> no, for real, you guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. That's, like, yeah, that's yeah, not a joke. <laughs> it can't be around anyone. Luckily, Wes does not have it, so that's good, which means that I got it literally the timeline that I was telling you about. Right, which is basically we were, a yep. day after we saw each other. Yeah, so I, 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 like, I figured that that was the case. But, um, yeah, so I can't be around people, y'all. So I'm just stuck here in my room, sitting up in my room like Brandy. <laughs> away from civilization like i'm a leper or something <laughs> oh my god i have my phone hooked up to a speaker and then i have your mic set up with the little speaker there oh cute <laughs> so that's like your kind of, no don't say that bitch oh not like that <laughs> if i die i'll just haunt the podcast it's fine that'll probably be easier please do <laughs> So yeah, y'all, this might be a little shorter of an episode than usual, just because we want to let Richie Rich get his rest and make sure that his, you know, he's not talking too much and wearing himself out. So we did post a sex question uh, at Richie and Wes uh, on Instagram and uh, forgot about Twitter. Sorry. <laughs> I was busy. Um, so we just asked people for the oddest thing that turns them on. Just like the most random thing that you're like, oh, I don't know why, but you know, so we'll get to that at the end of the show. We've had some really interesting answers. Oh, that's uh, good. A, yeah. A couple that I haven't ever heard before, actually. Oh, well, I'm intrigued. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll get to that at the end of the show. Up front, we've got to talk about all the stuff going on. Obviously, Pride Month has just closed out, but there's still a movement going on, in case you guys are not aware. Um, Not only uh, for BLM, but also a real push uh, for trans people to have uh, equality and their uh, stories told, voices heard, all that stuff. And of all people, or all publication sports illustrated decided to put uh trans model valentina sempeo on the cover of their very coveted swimsuit edition yeah which is amazing i love all these revolutionary things going on right now like Uh, it's such an interesting time to be like it's weird being like a part of history Oh, revolution. You know what I mean? Yes, this is definitely a second civil rights movement. We are in it right now. Yeah, this it's it's insane, and it's like because like we've been through little, we've been through wars and normal things every generation goes through, and all that. But like this is like a full upheaval of things going on, which is so interesting and so cool to be a part of. I'm loving it. It really is, and it's it's really great to see these uh, brands and these companies take these steps because especially Mm -hmm. something like sports illustrated, which I think 
I mean, personally, I love the sport, the swimsuit Sports Illustrated because it's beautiful. They have all these yeah. incredible locations that they take these, you know, models to. They have the Sports Illustrated also, I believe, over the last few years, especially, has been a little more um, body inclusive in their models as well. And they've yeah. o- and they've always been pretty diverse with their selection too, from what I remember. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess maybe it isn't a surprise that they would take that step, but I think a lot of see people see this as, you know, a magazine for men to jack off to. And, <laughs> yeah. and it really isn't. It really is incredible photos. I'm sure there are many men who do sexualize the models in this magazine, but um, because of that, I thought it was a particularly um, cool thing for them to do because who can't appreciate beauty? Exactly. Right? And if that challenges some of the men who are only interested in that magazine to sexualize everyone, good. (laughs) Good. Good. They should see the beauty of a trans woman. There is everything right about that. 100%. I always feel, every time I see one of those, I'm always like, oh my god, I have to go somewhere. It just really inspires me to you know, to travel. And you know me, I'm not even a beach person. There's too much sand. But I just, I see these yeah. exotic locations and I'm like, ah, it just inspires me. I don't know. Stuff like that. It's so artful. and mm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all up front. Um, y'all, we will say, wear your mask. This shit is for real. And... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, is, there, is there anything you want to add to that, Richie Rich? <laughs> no, wear your fucking mask. And don't be one of those douchebags saying, I've, worn my, I've been wearing a mask and I haven't gotten COVID yet because your mask is to keep your fucking own germs to yourself. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's the point of the whole situation. I've had to explain this, I don't know, how many times this week. She's like, oh, well, your mask really didn't work. It's like, no, because of... Idiots like y'all who aren't wearing your fucking mask, keeping your own shit to yourself, who are probably asymptomatic. Right. Or, or having mild symptoms, thinking that maybe you're hungover or something. Yeah, it's... And not knowing what the hell is going on. Like, it's the this same, is why we all need to wear that. Exa- it's the same reason your doctor is the one who wears a mask. When you're the patient, they don't put a fucking mask on you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. It's the doctors who have the masks on because... They're the ones who potentially could infect you, the patient, who is probably already there and is in some sort of, you know, distress anyways and is susceptible exactly. to germs anyway. So wear your fucking mask. Please get tested. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying this about fucking COVID and, and, <laughs> and straight people are talking about I'm positive and negative right now. <laughs> talk about another revolution. <laughs> Truly. Oh my God. Yeah, y'all, for real. Take care of yourselves out there. And if people are looking at you, you know, like you're the crazy one for wearing a mask, do you don't have to engage? You really don't. No, I would just not say at all. just step away because that shit does spray when they want to yell. Just don't engage. This I mean, is no like, point. You're wearing your mask and probably a total of 20 minutes if you're going out to run errands. Like, come on. Yeah. It's really not that much. 
It's not that. I mean, God, God forbid you work in the fucking medical industry or anything, or anywhere else that has to wear a mask during your shift the entire time. Like, it's, it's not that much to ask. It's a piece of box. Just do it. And part of it, too, y'all, is I see a lot of people still wearing handkerchiefs over there face and now granted if you're just tying a big piece of cloth around your mouth and nose of course it's going to be more difficult for you to breathe if you don't have a mask that is properly formed to your face it's going to be harder for you to breathe if you don't have a mask with the little nozzle on it so your breath actually pushes out of the mask instead of up towards your eyes that's going to be uncomfortable too I i know that's hard to find the disposable ones but, you know, if you can find some of those, those are probably the most comfortable ones. Yeah, exactly. Um, so you really shouldn't, at this point, be tying a sweatshirt around your head. You should have found a more reasonable, right. better-fitting mask that you can function in. Come on, yo. We're like three months into this, four months into this. But, yeah. I'm like, I think everyone has 10, 15 bucks out there. You have all the streaming networks. You can, you can get... You can have an extra 10, 15 bucks to go buy a 20 pack of masks. Oh, completely. Or I'm sure you have a creative friend or two that has been making them. Exactly. You can, you can go su- on Facebook and people are telling them all the time. Mm-hmm. Come on. Support them. There's no excuse now. When it first happened, okay. Like, it was a little disconcerting, but now, not really. Right. I mean, because the the cases really are going up and up and up and up, and then wild shit is happening. Like, Disney's like, hey, sure, come on in. And I know that it's different. I mean, you know, they're attempting to, I guess, the rides are spaced out, and, you know, there's no lines or whatever. But, and it is mostly outside, you know, unless you're on, like, on a ride. But I just really wonder how you're supposed to go on a ride, like, how are you not breathing oh. everyone else's air on that oh, ride? Oh, my God. There was a video today of, I think it was, it was some theme park in Japan, and they are um, encouraging people not to scream on roller coasters. Oh, God. But to scream in your heart. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, not uh, even open up, fuck it. Keep it shut down. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> people are going to scream. You know, damn well the masks are going to pop off at some point if they're uh, like the cheap elastic ones. Oh my God. It's, yes. And they even had fucking journalists showing you how to scream in your heart, which I mean, it's just them with a mask on. And you see them when the roller coaster's like on a downward slope, like, like, They've seen our masks, and they're, like, flopping in the... I'm like, no, don't open up yet. (sighs) How is this our world right now? It is so fucking bizarre to me. (laughs) Ridiculous. (laughs) I really would have thought... Granted, I knew it was going to be a disaster no matter what, but I thought it was going to go the other way because people are so fucking selfish, and everyone is such a... um, you know, a nihilistic person anyway, that they think the world's going to end, and everyone's such a hypochondriac, and everyone, you know, already says they have, ask anyone, they have so many bizarre health problems, especially here in L.A., and yet, here we are under threat of a disease, and it's like, ah, yeah, well, fuck that. (laughs) 
What? Yeah, seriously. I really thought... I, 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 made, a, I made a joke recently because I was like, oh, it's funny. I remember like in the beginning of June, everyone's like, oh, things are opening up way too early. Yeah, even when things open up, I'm not going to be going outside for, for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Fourth of July hit. Yep. Dumbasses in the club, dumbasses at the beach, dumbasses is going wild, getting into fights. I'm like, what happened? What what happened to your mindset from three weeks ago? What happened with that? I thought for sure we'd see people, you know, putting up like plastic bath, uh, uh, like shower curtains in their house to, you know, block people away, like sequester them. I thought for sure people would be transitioning like their sheds into quarantine little, you know what I mean? Like I really did. And where are all these yeah. doomsday preppers with, with these uh, shelters and right? being able to live underground for like a year or two or whatever? Like, what happened? Press the button. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. Uh, yeah, I thought for sure we just had people just dis- disappear. Like, well, they might have gone into some kind of bunker. If we hear from them again in a couple <laughs> years, I guess they survived. Right. Wild times. Yeah. Instead, instead, it's the opposite. It's like people can't fucking wait to go, to go to fucking Disneyland. That's the last place I would want to go to any time of the year for like pandemic or not. You have to like those poor workers at the sanitize like the handrails and shit. Like how? That's oh, I feel terrible for them because Disney I mean this could be a whole fucking podcast like Disney basically owns Anaheim and it doesn't just own the property of Anaheim it owns the people of Anaheim it employs a lot of people who I know a lot of people when they think of Disney they think of the the younger people running the rides oh no this is Disney y'all they're trying to put on a show for you the people who really work there have worked there 10, 15, 20 years, and they're working in the back, and they're doing the food and the cleaning and the behind-the-scenes stuff, and they're not getting paid shit. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that are really at risk. So, as usual, that will slide us right into Celebrity Shade. <laughs> Get it together for more than five minutes and it's going to turn, y'all. It just, it's just, it's natural. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this actually isn't shady at all. I mean, at first I was all like, oh my God, they're going to make a, you know, Netflix documentary about this when Naya Rivera went missing. And then turns out there was nothing nefarious or weird about it at all. She actually just took her uh, kid out on a boat and went swimming yeah. and hasn't come back. Yeah. Ugh. And I mean, shame on me and everyone else who thought there was going to be, you know, all this sort of drama and a whodunit, if you will. Yeah. Um, which is terrible, but it is where your mind goes, you know? Yeah. Um, but you also don't think of something as simple as, you know, this lake that she went in, a lake, just to clarify the difference between a lake and a pond for anyone, lakes are deep. You do, you don't have, uh, in a pond, ponds will still have 
stuff growing up from the bottom. They can still be deep enough to go underwater, but the the floor of a of a pond still has like vegetation. But a a lake can get really deep. And that means that it gets really cold. So if you kind of get pulled into a cold spot or go under the water and it's super cold, your body just goes into shock. Yeah. And that's how people end up drowning. And uh, it appears And not only that, but this fucking lake has been notorious for people drowning Mm -hmm. to the point that the community has numerous amounts of times tried to get swimming banned in that lake because it has whirlpools that pop up yeah, and will take people under. Yeah. And they've never responded. They won't put up signs. They won't ban swimming. And now this has happened. And someone just died this past weekend when they were just out fishing and swimming. Someone else did? Yes. Before oh she, before her, this, for the July weekend, a, a man drowned. He went out um, to go fishing and swimming Ugh. and the water took him under <laughs> you know so this is an ongoing issue with that lake and yeah. people who live in the area have been like we've been telling you guys to put up signs we've been telling you guys to ban swimming because we've had a gazillion deaths now from people drowning in this lake and it needs to stop <laughs> yeah no shit that's what I don't think people get is that, you know, a lake, I mean, it's it's surrounded by land. So you don't think, oh, there's not going to be some current. But lakes are also yeah. big. So, yeah, there can be a current. There can be whirlpools, especially if there are boats and stuff out there making different kinds of waves and all the stuff. And plus the different mm-hmm. temperatures of the water and all these different things. So it might not look... It's not a running river, you know what I mean? But yeah. it, it might not look dangerous, but it really can be. There are places like that, too, when you get down like to the Gulf of Mexico and stuff, where you're fine as long as you're close to the land. But then when it drops off, I mean, sometimes it's like a thousand foot drop. And yeah. that itself just creates its own pull. And it doesn't look like it from the top of the water because the top of the water isn't really moving, but... Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Terrifying. That's just horrible. So scary. And her poor son. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean... Ugh. And, and again, shade uh, to the people who are calling it the Glee Curse. Yeah. Although uh, I will say Glee has had its fair share of uh, tragedies. But Jesus. Yeah, 100%. It's not something nefarious, people. There's not some secret cabal pulling the strings and making the shit. Right? And also, it's not like people died on that set and then all these mysterious deaths. Like, one person took their life. One person overdosed on drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the one freak accident that's happened. (laughs) It is, and it's, I mean, like I said, even my first thought was like, oh my god, who was with her? You know, I thought, I thought yeah, maybe there was foul play involved, so, um, mm-hmm. but that's just my, you know, untrusting ass. 
So yeah, and I mean they're still searching, but I don't I don't know. I mean lake like I said, lakes are really deep, so um RIP we just learned right before we started uh recording that Lisa Marie Presley has lost her son. Yeah, at age twenty seven, he oh, committed suicide. Terrible and shot himself in the head. I'm like, oh my god. Ugh. Yeah. And I always, you know, I mean, I know those are the details that kind of come out. And I mean, the same, you know, at least people aren't going to speculate or what have you. But, well, I'm sure they will. Anyway, I'm sure there's a conspiracy already. Of course. But, but, uh, that's really hor- like hard uh, and painful for a family to, to go through. But uh, only imagine being that famous and every everywhere you go everyone knows who you are so they know exactly what you're going through you can't really disappear Mm -hmm. but uh she's been through it lisa marie presley has had a fucking life i mean oh my god Wow, that girl. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, she still has um, her two 11-year-old twins, I read. Mm-hmm. But my goodness, I just cannot imagine. I know, it's so sad. It's so sad. So we'll definitely, you know, skip the shade for a moment and just give our our thoughts to their families and fans. Oh my God. So many people were, were uh, huge fans of uh, Glee and specifically, uh, um, what's her, what was her name on the show? Santana. Oh yeah. They loved her. Yeah. Loved her. So uh, she was a great character and an amazing singer. Uh, There were actually some stuff. I, I only stopped watch Glee for the first season or two. And people have been mm-hmm. posting some of her, um, like best of, and there's she. I didn't realize how how uh, um, evolved, you know, because in the first couple of seasons she was a little bit more of a supporting character, but it seemed, uh, uh, I guess they really developed her character quite a bit over the course of the show. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, so so I'm sure her fans are upset right now such a weird oh gosh well and stuff like that you really don't want to believe it or you know it just yeah exactly comes out of nowhere. i mean at this point honestly i think a, a lot of us are sort of numb to because there's just been so much going on yeah right so like it, rapid fire yeah as it piles on it almost just you know you just become sort of numb to it, or mm-hmm. I don't know, it becomes just ridiculous. It's like, really, come on. Oh, but speaking of ridiculous, here's where we're going to take a turn. Because <laughs> Fast and the Furious, number nine. <laughs> Ow! There have been eight movies about cars. Yeah. Cars that go fast. Some better than others. But yes. Jesus Christ. I mean, what's really crazy is 
I remember the if if you go back, uh, take us back. The first Fast and the Furious was a very gritty, like street racers of L.A. kind of thing. I mean, it wasn't yeah. it wasn't this over the top like they had to save the fucking world or whatever sort of trip they're on now. It was. <laughs> It was, I mean, the reason that it, it hit with people, I think, that first movie especially was because it just sort of came out of nowhere. It was about this underground culture, and these people were just fucking wild. Yeah, which was really big at the time as well. Right, yeah, the timing was definitely right on that. And it was just a yeah. wild ride. But now yeah, they're... Yeah, it was like, yeah, super gritty. You didn't really know a lot of the stars that much. Right. It was a mixture of people you kind of knew and a mixture of people that you didn't even know about, and the cars looked really cool. There were like a few of them. It actually had a story and a plot. <laughs> right. Yeah. They, the cars themselves sort of had a story, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the second one was, was I, I think, on equal footing with the first one. Yeah, a little more serious. And then things got weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then there's that, then like I think two of the movies, like the people weren't even in them. Remember there was Tokyo Drift that had Bow Wow. Right. Had like no connection. It was just, I was like, what? Uh, yeah, things got weird and I tuned out after that. <laughs> yeah, they did. They And then they brought everybody back. And that's when it got really, really out of control. That's when they were you know, jumping cars through the eye of a, you know, helicopter or something. Yeah. I totally forget what stupid shit. Then, then the rock popped in out of, out of nowhere. I'm like, what? what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Bizarre. Well, they have decided to outdo themselves. And they're taking the franchise into space. Okay. Isn't space the one place where you have no use for a car? There's no traction. I'm like, what? You, there's no motion in space. You can't just turn your wheels and go anywhere. Right. Although I swear to God, I remember making a joke a long time ago about them taking Fast and Furious into space and racing around Saturn's ring. Saturn's rings. And I swear to God, if they go to space and they end up anywhere near or on or racing around Saturn's rings, I'm going to fucking sue. I don't know what episode it was. I know I said it because I remember listening to it one time and and laughing because I'd forgotten I'd said it. They're going to steal my idea. They're going to race around the rings of Saturn. What the fuck? How do you take cars into fucking space? Right? I'm... (sighs) Good for them. No. Good for them. What did they do about... I have sort of tuned out of this franchise. What did they do about the... um, What was his name? Paul... uh... Paul Walker? They... I think they they had him leave. Oh, okay. Um, Because they used his brother, who looks remarkably like him. Yes. As... For his last few scenes, I think he drove away at the end. Uh, and he superimposed okay. Paul's face onto his brother's oh. face. They should just and bring his brother like, back and let away. him do it so his family can see. I know. I just want them to but be yeah. so Because <laughs> you know he would be in it. So, come on! Right. Give that family some money. 
Well, I guess we will see what happens when Fast and Furious goes into fucking space. I will remind everyone that there is a Friday the 13th that took Jason into Oh, God, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. If if you want to go for a wild ride. There's also, I'm pretty sure there's also a... uh, um, leprechaun in space. Leprechaun in space. Yep. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm sure there are some other ones. Um, yeah. When they take it to space, <laughs> you guys. Jesus Christ. It's it, it time to just call it a wrap. Who? Um, meanwhile, in a red table convo in which she was on the other side of the red table, Jada Pinkett Smith explains to all of us, um, and with her husband there, Will Smith, what had happened (laughs) between (laughs) her and this young singer. uh, Yes, August Alcina, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Yeah. Mm -hmm, Because he popped out. Well, suspicious timing because he has an album coming out or mm-hmm. came out um, just this past week. Um, and said that he had a relationship with Jada that will allow it. And all of this stuff. Oh, that Will gave his permission. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was verbatim what he said. Um, so Jada says she's bringing herself to the red table and then Will joined and she basically well they basically said that they were getting ready to be separated or divorced Yeah, they took some time off from each other and I'm just going to say it how I interpreted it I'm just going to say that Basically, Jada used this young boy and preyed on him to fill a boy within herself <laughs> mm-hmm. because she was having issues with Will. Mm-hmm. While this little boy was hurting and going through family death and was being sick and going through a tough time. Mm-hmm. And then went back to Will and then the young boy cut her off, mm-hmm. which is understandable. <clears throat> Yeah, I mean, that sounds about right, based on what he said. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it because it's fucking Jada Pinkett. Like, no, you preyed on this young boy and used him to fill a void that you were missing because you were having a situation with your husband. (laughs) At first, when it came out, people were like, (gasps) like their minds were blowing. You know, the idea that, oh my God, this famous couple might have an open relationship or... I'm like, well, that's in the rumor forever. That has been a rumor for a very long time. All sorts of rumors have been out and about around them. And, you know, they're quasi-Scientology-ish as well. Yeah. Maybe they're Something both weird about that whole family, but yeah. yeah, I mean, who who knows? I've heard you know rumors of varying sexuality, etc. Although Will has mm-hmm. specifically um, in that movie that he was in, what was it, Six Degrees of Separation? He f- made them cut mm-hmm. out any references to the gay 
uh, side of the character that was in the book. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So there's other, and that that I think started some like, oh well, you know, she doth protest too much. So I've heard rumors about, you know, uh, I mean, there's a lot of rumors about everybody, but these two in particular, why couldn't they either just not said a fucking thing? Because it really isn't yeah. our business. And if Aug August wanted to tell his story, okay, he's involved. It's mm-hmm. his story to tell. Fair enough. Yeah. Or why couldn't they just come out if they're going to do this? Well, we're going to get serious and get sit down at the red table. Why couldn't they just say they have an open relationship then? Exactly. I think it's more to protect his image, <laughs> to be quite honest with you. Yeah. So he can still get his movies and be seen as the all-American black leading man. Mm-hmm. With the perfect family. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Because it really seemed yeah. like they had to make it this desperate drama. Oh, they were broken up. Oh, they were over. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It did, like you said, it it really seemed as though... Again, kind of reading between the lines. I mean, first of all, they admitted this, that he came to them when he was very physically ill. He was sick. Yeah. And that's how they came to know him. One, through their son, because he's significantly younger than them. So this was basically Jada's son's friend, who she not only... (laughs) Uh, you know, and good for them for helping him when he was sick. I mean, I'm glad he got the resources that he needed and all that stuff. But for whatever reason, she became attached to him in another way and allowed that to happen. Yeah. Like I said, if you're going to take yourself to the red table, let's really be accountable. Because that doesn't seem appropriate Uh to me. It just doesn't seem like that was... Bright to do. Yeah. Mm, do you know I, mean? I don't know. The whole thing just seems weird. And someone brought up a very interesting point because you know that Jada and Tupac were together when he passed away. Mm-hmm. And they did a whole thing where basically Jada was just saying basically that she's still in love with Tupac, blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, well, Will is there. Will's like he's about to cry. Uh- and someone basically said that they think that they need to do some soul searching because it seems like she still isn't healed from the Tupac thing, got with Will mm-hmm. to fill that void, got into a marriage that she may not have really wanted. <laughs> but then life happened. Yeah. And so did children. Right. And careers. And now, yes, and career and... That it seemed like that was kind of the same situation, only obviously a lot lighter, with August. <laughs> mm-hmm. That she'll find these people to fill these voids that she's needing. I, she, you know what? She said she healed a lot. Maybe she finally healed, and she's breaking her own cycle. Maybe this will force her to, you know... I do just think as a more supposedly more adult and mature person, even though this was uh, four years ago or whatever, 
think she should have yeah. seen that, and I just think it's a little weird to get with your son's friend. Um, but I mean, yeah. you know, good for her. Exactly. Get it, girl. But at the same time, I don't know. I guess the whole thing about his health really just, I don't know. I don't want to paint him as a victim or whatever, but it's just like, mm. uh, yeah. And you know what? Jada uh, has has had uh, a life. Like her and Tupac go way back. They went to the same college together. They went to a very fancy yeah. uh um, art school together, which I'm sure will maybe surprise some people, but you know, Tupac actually, you know, was very well educated and went to a very fancy mm. art school. <laughs> um, and that's where they knew each other from because they went to school together. So, yeah, uh, oh boy, just a man, it really is, it really is. Poor Will. I mean... Uh, okay, so I... You thought at the end Will said that he's going to get her back. I'm like, oh, that looks healthy. Uh, yeah, and then she was like, oh, you've already got me back. I was like, um, why can't you all just say uh, you have an yeah. open relationship? Come on, it's... Right, I'm like, Things are coming out. What it is. Things are coming out. We're in a movement. Things are happening. Come on, just do it. Just fucking do it. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to get your thoughts about this because I know how much of a Golden Girls fan you are. Yeah. And I actually, uh, just by chance, saw this particular episode within the last year where, uh, and, and this episode is pulled off the air. Um, mm-hmm. with, with all, all the stuff that's been going on because, you know, people are rethinking some, some things and, you know, some, yeah. some, mm-hmm. some shows are putting a, like a disclaimer at the beginning, you know, cause it, it fits into what the show, like Mad Men, uh, for example, yeah. uh-huh. uh, because that is supposed to be who the character is. That is supposed to be an example of what happened that it, that's, it's, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be there. Like it's intentional. Um, and then other shows are just pulling episodes. Um, and if you haven't seen golden girls in a while, and if you haven't seen this episode, um, I mean, it's not streaming anymore. So get the DVDs, go on to, uh, right. to YouTube, but there's an episode where, Shit, I forget who who is the one that's hosting um, her friends, but some of her friends come over and. Uh, oh yeah, it was Dor- it was a it was um it was Dorothy because her son, it was big. So her, basically, her Dorothy's son said that he's getting married to someone, mm. and yes, and, that's right. Yeah, and at first it was. <laughs> Like they're like, oh, okay, yeah, but you know, she's a little older. She's like, okay, and then she comes over and she's black. <laughs> and um, no, I'm sorry, no. With, with Dorothy's issue at first was that she was older. Yeah. So yeah, the, um, the son admitted that that his fiance was black. And she's like, okay, and then she comes over and she's an older woman, mm-hmm. and then. The woman brings her family over, who are basically the black versions of Dorothy Blanche and Sophia. <laughs> yeah, so there's the and house is full. That, yeah. Yeah, and they're mad that Dorothy's son is white. <laughs> so <laughs> it's this 
racially charged episode, and they're learning each other's differences, and they end up squashing everything because, for the sake of the grandchild, and just understanding that they're all they're they're more alike than anything else. Um, but yeah, there's a scene where the family is all in the living room getting to know Dorothy, and they haven't met Blanche or Rose yet, and they're doing a beauty treatment, and they come out with mud masks. Yeah. <laughs> to this group of black people. <laughs> and it was the most minor of jokes, first of all, and they weren't in blackface. <laughs> right. Like, mud masks were a very big thing. They still are. They still are. Yeah. People do the charcoal masks now, so they're... Yes, you know. exactly. It wasn't... Uh, it, was, it was such a small part, and it was, to me, genuinely funny. I was never offended by it. Well, optically... And that episode was one of the more eye-opening episodes as far as race, so I'm pissed yeah. they removed it. Are you? Yes! Yeah. I don't think they had a lot of, of diversity on Golden Girls. Here and there. Um, yeah, here and there, yeah. But not a lot of repeat characters. Um, no. I think optically when you see the image of Blanche and Rose coming out of the kitchen in their mud masks, it is very clear that they are wearing mud masks. Yeah, 100%. And they're, and they're very much like, oh, shit, I hope this doesn't look like I'm in blackface, like, on their face. You know what I mean? It's That's like- what I remember most poignantly when I saw it again, because the the part where they walked out, I actually was like, <gasps> and and the humor, the joke, isn't that they are mocking or uh, trying to mimic uh a black person, it is that they become so uncomfortable that they might be offending their guests. Exactly. That's the humor. It's 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 not at all about about mocking another culture. It is in fact Blanche and, and Rose who are mortified that they have mm. just committed an atrocity. That they can be seen in that, in that manner. Yes. <laughs> Yes, and right, and they're in, you know, their mud masks, and their hair is pulled back, and, you know, Blanche doesn't have her makeup on, and, you know, all, all, all of yeah. that. So, <laughs> so they're, they're just horrifically embarrassed, you know, that they're seen like this, or I think Rose even says something like, oh, we don't normally look like this, or... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and to me, I thought that that was... You know, a few episodes ago, we were talking about this very same topic. Hmm, interesting. And and uh, I, I think it was just sort of the idea of if you're going to play up to to some uh, racial stereotypes, do it in a smart way. Do it in a way that turns yeah. it around. Right. And, and like and I just feel like this is a great example where the uncomfortability was on behalf of the white people. Yes, 100%. Like, it was a great episode about two races colliding and ageism as well. Like, Mm -hmm. getting past all of that. It was just a great, well-done episode. Even (laughs) my favorite scenes, and they're all at the kitchen table, and they're just going off about the stereotypes or whatever. And Sophia's like, you know, is it true what they say about black men? And they're like, well, what do you mean? They're like, 
know, is it true? And then Dorothy interrupts and says, oh, Ma, that's a stereotype. And then one of the Bapati is like, call it whatever you want, but I'm happy that it's true. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and, before, and before she could even answer, Blanche is like, oh, yes. And we're thinking like, what? <laughs> and Blanche is like, oh, yes, that is also a question I would like to know the answer to. <laughs> <laughs> Like that was a great. I don't think it should have been pulled. There was nothing malicious behind the episode. It was, if anything, a teachable moment episode. And uh, I, I don't know. I think Disney just being performative at this point, when, <laughs> as far as that goes. And you know what? I I would honestly rather people be a little more um, on the safe side with it. With it, yeah. You know. Um, but at the same time, I do think it's important to not only be able to discuss race and and all of that and how we all navigate uh, each other. Although, I mean, of course, you know, some people would really take offense to that because there's really one race. It's the human race. But when we yeah. when we get into all the other stuff, um, we also have to have a sense of humor about it. I really think it's a better way to go about it is to is to laugh and make fun of everybody. Not yeah. mocking people, not doing no. stereotypes, but to actually, you know, come like come through and, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, turn the tables. You can show people's uncomfortability. You can make jokes. You know, Sophia, of course, always had the mouth. So she's going to ask the most <laughs> inappropriate thing. Yeah. So I do think that's unfortunate. Oh, my. Oh, goodness. Speaking of black and white relations and, and not this show but <laughs> <laughs> i and it's some shade it's not celebrity shade but it's some shade i think you, you, you're gonna laugh at mm-hmm. so i'm a part of this facebook group called calling all cousins and it's primarily a black group and we discuss literally everything like we've had people come in there and be like hey guys i need some advice like me and my husband aren't working out to oh my god i had a shitty day at work to just posting funny memes it's kind of just like a cute little like black internet family community and not everyone's black but you know the the, the majority are yeah um well <laughs> somehow one of the members was able to get into a white lives matter group on facebook no and infiltrated it. Oh. She made a post. She was like, here are some racist-ass people. I somehow made it in this group. She's all making. She's like, you guys want to come in here and wreck up some shit? Let me know. I'll fit you in vacation. Make sure you block the admin. Oh, that's amazing. And it has now turned into basically a Black Lives Matter group. <laughs> <laughs> and they are upset. They are posting like, when did this become a Black Lives Matter group? When, when are all these Black people, who's letting these people in here? Why is the moderator not doing anything? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, it's great. It's been the source of my entertainment today before I started recording. (laughs) 
Well, you remember our friend Lisa Linky, who uh, she did a mm-hmm. phoner. Uh, she is a comedian, and y'all should check her out. Um, she has been posting. One of her friends was. It's been real hot in LA, y'all. It's been super hot this week. And um, one of her friends decided just to have a seat uh, on the grass outside of a church Mm -hmm. and pop open her MacBook and just do some work in the shade, on the grass, with the wind blowing. You know, doesn't that sound nice? Well, 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 as she is by her self sitting on the grass clearly on her computer three people come out to confront her saying all lives matter and screwing a do not trespass sign into a tree right in front of her what the for real. So she, she, of course, you know, you, you're not recording your whole life. So she only started recording yeah. once they start harassing her. But you see them literally screwing this sign into a tree as she is sitting there. Oh, my goodness. So the amazing Lisa Linky decided to get revenge. And she has amassed a group of people who went today to the Sunday service of that church. Yeah! (laughs) They brought their signs. Nobody was, you know, doing anything uh, provocative. They just decided to have their own service. Oh my goodness. That was inclusive to everyone. And the church members were so upset that they canceled their second service for the day. (laughs) I just went to her Instagram and saw it. Oh my God, that's amazing. Yes. Yeah, look her up. It's Lisa Linky. I'll put it in the show notes because she's amazing. Yes, she is. What, What God do you follow? If someone is sitting on your lawn and you have to... Where did they even get that no trespassing sign? What? I have so many questions. And and to, to be so standoffish with this group, because like I said, the people that showed up, they weren't trying to chant, they weren't throwing shit, they weren't doing anything, they were just, they were sitting there. And instead of dealing with the situation head on, and, you know, I mean, what would Jesus do, right? Uh, Instead of actually bringing these groups together, they sequestered themselves and canceled their second, second service for the day. I just thought that was amazing. I just thought that was amazing where she, you know, she showed the video and I was like, dang, that's ridiculous. That's awful. That's stupid. And then she's like, okay, y'all, let's go to church. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Amazing. Oh, God, I love it. (laughs) 
Okay, well, uh, we've spoken of Disney a couple times in uh, the episode so far, and I would have preferred they stayed closed until they had time to re-theme Splash Mountain into Princess and the Frog. Yeah. First of all, Splash Mountain, if you have not been to Disney in a while, or have not been on Splash Mountain in a while... Splash Mountain is set in a time period that is mm-hmm. questionable in <laughs> not only 2020 eyes, but even like 1990 eyes. So yeah. <laughs> the fact that this ride has maintained uh, itself over the years. I I honestly uh like I'm glad they're retheming it and they're giving it to Princess and the Frog, but fuck that. Tear Splash Mountain down. Just fucking tear it. Right, rip that shit apart. Tear it down. I love I Princess and the Frog though. That's such a great movie. Mm-hmm. What I really adore about the film is I mean you definitely have all the archetypes in place, but what I really enjoy about the film is her relationship with her best friend who um oh i mean no spoilers but is willing to give (laughs) up her own you know princess fairy tale for her best friend i just i I love the whole thing i love it all Mm -hmm. um so yeah i'm glad that disney is retheming some shit although i think they should also be rethinking some shit uh, yeah. Yeah. Like a lot. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Boring, boring, boring. More racist shit. I'm going to skip through some of our notes. Let's get to... <laughs> okay, let's get to some real shade, y'all. So, Elijah Daniel, who you may not know, he's pretty popular on the social medias. He I found out about it today. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, he I he does some music, he does this, that, the other, whatever. He's amassed a, a following. Well, I don't know his whole backstory. Uh, this would be a fascinating Netflix original series, apparently, because <laughs> he just every few days just pops up with a new Let's burn this down. And one of his recent tirades was not only against Brian Singer, who is facing new charges and allegations and all the stuff because he's a fucking pervert and likes little mm-hmm. children. Not only is he spilling the tea on all the Brian Singer shit as far as their parties and how people would bring people in. And we've talked about this before on the show, y'all. Both of us have been to Brian Singer's fucking house. We've, you know, seen him in action. Um, None of that's really new. But, according to Elijah, places around Los Angeles, including specifically by name The Abbey, would reserve booths for Brian Singer, and they would never card anyone that he had in his entourage because he always brought in underage kids. Who the yeah. Abbey then served alcohol to 
Uh huh. Complicit is, is the begin. <laughs> that's the beginning. Complicit is a is the beginning. Enabling. And you've got to throw some money around at the Abbey, by the way. Even even um, like I have some friends that are like some pretty big Disney execs and stuff and used to go to the Abbey quite a bit. And so they would like throw down a few thousand for a booth and they will try to kick you out of your booth because they want to turn that booth. Over. Yeah, they have no shame. They want to charge someone else a few thousand dollars for that booth for an hour or two. Like, you don't get a booth at the Abbey and they're like, okay, cool, you're here all night, whatever. like, no. You are either buying new bottles, you are, like, it takes some money to, to stay there. Yeah. And they really do try to kick people out and, uh, and overcharge. And, I mean, it's horrendous. And, and I, yeah, I it's, it's... it is. It's like a racket. It is. It's a mess. And and to run something like this, I mean, this has to be known. I mean, I'm sorry. There's just, there's no way. There's there's too many, um, you know, X factors. You have various servers. You have various hosts. You have various. You know what I mean? To to mm-hmm. to have this situation going on, and people are not aware of what's happening. Yeah. And there's probably a <laughs> lot of money exchanged as well. Mm-hmm. So give him a follow. It's like daily hot piping tea. And yeah. uh, let's all boycott the Cancel Brian Singer. Yeah. Oh, he's been As he should have done a long time ago. Yeah. Time for nerd news. <laughs> hey, you guys. Did you watch The Boys on Amazon? It's one of the few Amazon shows that they have, number one. And it's one of the few that yeah. are good. <laughs> number two. <laughs> it was good. I watched I, half of the season. Yeah. I did not finish it, but I actually have time to do it now. So I might just tonight. <laughs> There you go. Yeah, it was good. I actually, I think um, it did, I would say about halfway through it does, there's a little bit of a lag, but the last few episodes are like, holy shit, you're going to watch them all in a row. Yeah. Really well done. It's basically, what if superheroes really were really for real? And they take, I mean, basically Wonder Woman is represented, Superman is represented, Aquaman, it's basically the super friends. But they're really fucked up. They're yeah. narcissistic. They're one of them is a like a serial rapist. Uh, they're narcissistic. <laughs> yes, they're fucked up. Which, of course, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, if Superman was real, he would be a sociopath or a psychopath or something. Yeah, I mean. God complex, you name it. I mean, come on. So, mm-hmm. um, beat that kid from Brightburn. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this this show, you know, it's a little dark. Uh, definitely a lot of people dying. But what I also really loved about it was because we always see, especially you know, 
uh, Superman is being so restrained, and he's like always trying to help people and whatever. And mm-hmm. in this, it, it 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 you you see Superman or the Superman type character who's just like, look, I'm gonna laser beam eye you to in half. <laughs> well, you know what I mean? Like it's so brutal and scary. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> It really is. No, I just love it. Where you're like, holy shit, that's right. He literally has lasers coming out of his fucking eyes. Like, you just sort of forget. Yeah. Just chop your <laughs> So, I love the series. I'm glad it's coming back. It'll be back on September 4th, season two. If you haven't seen the whole uh, first season, go watch it. Go and catch up. Yeah. Uh, the new Batwoman has been cast. Yeah. We're very excited about it. They are completely getting rid of the original character, the original Batwoman. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, they created a whole new, brand new character, which, I mean, gives them some things that they can do more creatively, I guess. I like it better. Hopefully they do it well. I I like it better. (laughs) It's, it's, It's like they just get to create a TV version of Batwoman. It doesn't have to be remotely yeah. canon, although they are keeping her a lesbian, and they also cast someone who is a lesbian or bisexual as well. Yeah. And she'll be the first black Batwoman. Yeah. And um, is it Jephthia? Is it Jephthia, Leslie, or is it Hathesia? I have not heard anyone say it, and you know how I am with Me names. either. <laughs> so... <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. I, uh, if you know, y'all correct us because I think she's looks so perfect for the role. I haven't seen her in anything yet, but if she can act, if she can throw yeah, a punch, where's she even hiding? Because my I God, doubt. she is striking. Oh, I know. I mean, again, this is the problem. She's probably been in a million fucking things, and we don't even know how to pronounce her name. Because Hollywood being the way it is. So, bravo for the CW for going for it. I love it. I I think that um, this is a trend I would love to see happen more. It's a superhero story, you guys. They can be anyone. They can be anyone. So, go for it. Um, And uh, I'm excited to see what they do with it. I'm excited to see the costume, you know, what they do. With all that stuff. So, um, good for them. Speaking. Yeah, like, I'm happy they created an all new character as well, because you know that the nerds would be going crazy if they. Oh, it's not canon. He's oh. like, oh no, that person wasn't a black person. Well. I'm like, I... you know, one of the things I loved about the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> that really stands out was Cinderella with Brandy and Whitney. Um, he said, yes, this Asian prince has a white dad and a black mom, and you're just going to have to deal with it. I love that. I love it. There it's, was no explanation. No. There, it was just, yeah, this is the family. We'll be co-working the mom, and the dad is white, and their son is Asian. Who needs explaining? It, it's right there in front of you. It's a mom, dad, and their son. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I really, uh, I stand that Cinderella because it, I mean, in some ways it was cheesy, but it also was just 
revolutionary in that they were like, you know what? Let's just cast this with really great people. And the story is is strong. And no one complained. No. Everyone loved it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One of the one of the few ways that the nineties were more progressive. <laughs> Honestly, I mean, I know this is gonna date us a little bit, but I remember like TLC in the nineties talking about safe sex and all the oh, stuff. Yeah, condoms and, and yes. The nineties was yes. lit for uh, you know, social justice, I think, and social issues. Mm-hmm. Really, I we we honestly we kind of hit a weird slump. Um, yeah, <laughs> like the nineties was kind of kicked it off. Honestly, but really I don't did. Yeah, it don't happen. But it's come back around, thank God. So here we are again. Um, yeah, y'all listen to. I mean, not only today's music, obviously, but listen to some nineties music. There are some deep themes to nineties music. Don't discount it. Oh, totally. Um, although I will submit there are plenty of current divas, Lady Gaga being one of them, who her songs are very political. She is very politically minded. If you think she's just releasing bops, you are wrong. 100%. So speaking of canon, um, oh, and this I think is really important. So Stan Lee himself has obviously his past, but he has said this that there were numerous characters that he would have made black or Asian or other uh, races, but like specifically yeah. like Magneto, uh, uh, Magneto was based off of an actual black uh, uh, person. Um, but mm-hmm. one, at the time when they were coming out with these characters, it was unheard of and really a default uh to, to be you know to be a white character it was sort of unheard of to have mm-hmm. this you know um so they were fighting that number one at the time think of the times right um so yeah. so in his mind the characters themselves were based off of various people and in his mind really represented those people and ethnicities as well. And that's coming from Stan Lee. So I think you mm-hmm. have full permission to, to, ch- to change it up at, at this point. I, I really do. Yeah. I'm like, do what you want. <laughs> I do. I mean, Make the creators are, the creators are saying it, the, the, uh, uh, I know there are a lot of nerds that are like, but it's not canon. But a lot of other nerds are like, actually, it is canon because Magneto and many other characters right. were based off of, uh, you know, specifically, uh, you know, people at the time who inspired Stan Lee. So, um, that's, that just wasn't able to be represented in the correct way at the time because of all of the, issues that they were facing. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It is canon. And so yeah. is the fact that Velma from Scooby-Doo our Jinkies queen <laughs> in the uh, reboot of uh, Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated. The one with uh, what's that kid from Scream? Matthew Lillard. 
He does the voice of Shaggy. No! They, didn't they recast him? They did, but that was only recently. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. The, okay. the, I all these damn... All I know. The, the, ones, the ones in particular where Velma is canonly... Is that right? Gay is the one where he plays Shaggy because uh, Velma actually in that particular series and that reboot, which I think is like three seasons or something, um, they had this weird relationship with Velma and Shaggy and where they've never really yeah. played up their relationship before. And Velma is particularly aggressive and like angry with Shaggy <laughs> all the time. And then, but whenever she's around any other smart girl or, you know, there's a particular girl through the series that I think appears two or three times, she's mm-hmm. very close to her. And, and, and even though this was 10 years ago, so, you know, quote unquote, at the time, even though I still feel like at the time they could have just made her fucking gay. At the time, this was as much as they could hint on a, you know, children's show that she was gay. And yeah. what they're trying to point to with this weird relationship with Shaggy, this forced relationship, was that something about that wasn't working. And she was frustrated with Shaggy, but that wasn't why mm-hmm. she was really frustrated. She wasn't really frustrated with Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, something else, y'all. It was something else. Yeah. And because it couldn't just be said, it had to be implied. Mm-hmm. But the co-creator very explicitly came out and said just that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a, uh, a, a, I think it was an Instagram post where they were showing uh, Velma and I forget the other character's name that she was kind of close with. And they were, they were celebrating pride and people were like, that's not canon. And here's what I love about social media. The actual co-producer of that particular reboot hopped on into the comments. (laughs) And he's like, well, actually here's what we intended. And I'll, I will admit until I read that, I always, even though I love Scooby-Doo, I don't know if I've told you guys this before, I fucking love Scooby-Doo. Um, I've seen all the incarnations of Scooby-Doo. Um, I was always like, this was weird. That relationship was weird. I don't get Velma and Shaggy. I don't, I didn't really like her a lot during yeah. uh, that series. And now that I understand, apparently my gaydar is way off. Um, now that I understand <laughs> what Velma was really going through, it makes so much sense. <laughs> it really does. Because that is, that's, that's a very realistic, even though I know it's a cartoon, it's supposed to be a child show, that is a very realistic thing that happens, y'all. We become upset at our partners for things that we don't understand that we want that they are not. We do. It's possible. I'm not saying we do it all the time, but it's very possible to be with someone who you're just not accepting them for who they are. You just want something different. And sometimes it's a different gender. 
Um, but I love that geek shit. I love that they did that. Uh, it makes me want to rewatch that whole series now, kind of knowing that. Um, mm-hmm. Just to be like, ooh, now I know what's happening, Velma. Okay, here's something that came out, and I guess, I mean, we know Joss Whedon is a shitbag, but Cyborg, Ray Fisher, whose first major motion picture was Justice League, was, first of all, really fucked over by the Whedon edit, because he was supposed to be, and I guess we'll see in the Snyder Cut, but he was supposed to be in the Snyder Cut as really the heart of the film. His his yeah. whole struggle, you know, trust, being coming a superhero, being different, you know, all that stuff. He was really supposed to be the heart of the film. And uh, according to him, not only was that, you know, chopped, but Whedon was apparently a complete how should we say James Cameron on the set? Uh, just explosive, rude, mean, uh, put people yeah. down. Um, I never heard this story. Apparently, in Justice League, when... So what happened was, Ray Fisher was going off about this on Twitter, and Gal Gadot's scene double slash uh, uh, stunt double... Popped in to the comments. Again, this is why I love social media. <laughs> I love it. Look for those uh, Look for those names, y'all. Look for those check marks. She popped in and was like, yeah, hard agree. Because apparently there's a scene in uh, Justice League that I didn't know this, uh, that Gal Gadot, as Wonder Woman, refused to do. It was the scene where the Flash runs into Wonder Woman and they fall over and they land on the ground and Flash's face is in her boobs. Uh. Hilarious. Uh, By the way, Whedon did the same thing in, I think, Avengers 2 with Paul Ruffalo. Really? Yes. There's the scene in Avengers 2 where Paul Ruffalo... Uh, falls into I forget whose boobs it is. I mean, it's probably Black Widow since she's the only female Avenger. Um, but yeah, there's True. a scene. There's a scene where hilariously someone trips into her, someone's boobs. <laughs> Who? Oh, um, wow! Uh, hilarious. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> physical, physical comedy. I do love physical comedy, but. When someone is uncomfortable with that physical comedy, and that was not part of the original script, because again, you know, Snyder was a uh, Schneider was supposed to do the whole thing, and then you have someone showing up who's like, "Hey, I want to change the whole thing." And by the way, every scene that you walk into, we're gonna have a camera behind you, underneath you, looking at your butt. Every scene uh. that you're in, this is what happened in Justice League. I kind of cannot wait to see the Snyder cut because. <laughs> I really thought it was gratuitous as to how many times yeah. we saw her ass just her ass walking mm-hmm. and this particular scene where the flash falls into her boobs she said no 
And apparently he was so irate about it that he threatened her career. Just a mess. How are you going to threaten her career? She's already in a contract for like three movies. Right? I mean, what are you going to do? I heard <laughs> upon further investigation that Patty Jenkins was even pulled into this situation. Really? Yes. And then when it was finally oh, said no, that Gal would not be filming the scene, he then made the stunt double do it, who of course does not have the same power, same representation, same, you know, status, shall we say. And I don't know if this happened unbeknownst to them or if she just agreed to do it. But I think she agreed to do well. Obviously, because she chimed into this Twitter thread, I think she agreed to do it just because she thought she could actually get fired. Yeah, but she's not. She's not guaranteed Wonder Woman eighty four. Yeah, exactly. She's not guaranteed, you know, Justice League two or whatever. So I think she just said, "I'll do it." Uh, to you know, end the whole thing. But yeah, apparently it was like a whole fucking debacle. Over this one dumbass scene where he just wanted someone to fall into her boobs. Girl! <sighs> Another story about Gal Gadot, real quick. Before we get into the Wonder Woman stuff. Um, so, you guys know this new um, streaming service called Quibi? Yeah. Quick Bites? It's supposed to be Quick Bites? I uh, I do actually really like Christy Teigen, and I would like to see that show, but I I just haven't committed to another streaming service yet. I'm on my phone too much already. And apparently this uh, streaming service, the one show that looks good is uh, her as a judge, and she's like solving people's problems or whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. But all the other shows look terrible just awful and apparently that's because the executives behind quibi are people who do not even use the internet (laughs) 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 they've been trying to spend apparently the design is terrible it's all uh vertical you know you can't just like keep sliding up you have to like slip slide ride or something Apparently the whole thing is just not good. And they were interviewing some of the people behind it because it probably will fail very quickly. And they were interviewing some of the people behind it and they interviewed another one of the major producers behind it and they were asking her what kind of shows that she watches. You know, what really interests Mm -hmm. her. And she said that she's currently watching Grant, the documentary about President Grant. Oh, Jesus. This reminded me of the time (laughs) I used to work for this, uh, after Entertainment Tonight, I used to work for this Mm. place called uh, Celeb Buzz, and it was all part of Buzz Media. And and I think it's still up and running, even though the CEO is literally on the run from the fucking IRS. Um, I remember (laughs) we... (laughs) 
had a turnover. Uh, and we had like a new, whatever, higher up person who was like supposed to be running the whole shit. And he, I fucking swear to God, in his introduction to himself, talking to celebrity reporters, entertainment reporters, people who have, you know, he, he literally said, well, I'm not really a celebrity person and I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. How are we supposed to respect you as a boss? How are we, right. How are we? What? What? What do you mean you don't? Oh, you don't really get into this celebrity thing. Like you're above it, right? <laughs> yeah. Do you not know what where we're at? <laughs> also, if you're the one making calls about the things that we're doing, how the you just said you don't even fucking know what you're doing. <laughs> so either you are going to empower all of us to make the decisions for ourselves, which of course is not going to happen, or you just told us you're going to run us into the ground because you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Mm-hmm. The one thing I'll say about uh, entertainment tonight, even though um, I might still be under NDA and I might still, <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, someday, you know, this podcast might get us onto Ellen or something. No, it won't. Um, I, I, I will say, although there were many things about working at entertainment tonight that were hellacious and terrible and literally awful. Uh, and and quite literally burnt me out um, t- to make to make sure that I would never work in entertainment news again. I mean, this is different, y'all, because I get to drink wine and talk shit about people. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but but the one thing I'll say is, everyone all the way up to the top, to the top, 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 were obsessed with celebrity news they knew everything they knew the movies Mm -hmm. they knew the stars they knew and i don't mean they just knew it i mean they knew them personally i mean they cared about it it was part of their blood Uh, you know again there were plenty of things about the show the ambulance chasing and you know all that stuff that i really it just burnt me out i would never want to do that kind of stuff again but they it was their it was their blood it was they lived it they, 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 you know, they sucked it in with their breath. <laughs> they exhaled it when they let their breath out. They, <laughs> at, at least, it was their shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Un, unlike these people. Um, so, yeah, apparently Gal Gadot had a meeting with the uh, higher-ups at Quibi. And she was <laughs> like... Oh, here's what we're going to do. You know, Wonder Woman has inspired all these young girls. And, oh, everyone, ha- you know, everyone's uh, uh, talking about, like, you know, female power and empowerment. And, you know, I sort of liken it to, like, when Buffy, like, uh, called out all the Slayers and, like, brought them up or whatever. She's basically yeah. getting this really impassioned pitch. And she's like, yes, we're going to do shows about the voices of these girls. And we're going to give voice to women. And we're going to, you know, this is what I want. She was pitching her own, like, idea for a show about how she was going to give mm-hmm. girls, you know, young girls, the girls all over the world, a platform to tell their stories. 
the old white man who runs Quibi. Yeah. The old white man said, do you know, I really see you, gal, as like a new Jane Fonda. And you could do a whole workout series. Jesus Christ. So even Jane Fonda is not doing that kind of shit anymore. Jane Fonda is currently right. <laughs> <laughs> Jane Fonda is gonna fuck yourself right now. <laughs> yeah, Jane Fonda is currently healing her wounds from the multiple times she was handcuffed before COVID <laughs> while protesting in Washington D.C., giving voice to <laughs> women's issues. <laughs> and here is this old white man objectifying uh, Gal Gadot and being like, yeah, people would really like to see you work out. Oh, how disgusting. So gross. <laughs> and how completely out of touch. That sounds like a great idea. I would totally watch a Gal Gadot produced show about young women's yeah. voices. Oh my god, yes. I would not watch a show about her working out. Okay, yes, I would. No. <laughs> yes, I would. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our last topic of nerd news, and of course my favorite topic being Wonder Woman. I haven't uh, posted a picture lately, but if you're following us at Richie and Wes, I will give you all an update on the Wonder Woman wall. It's now two walls. There's lighting schematics. There's a playable level. <laughs> There's a comic book level. It's a whole thing. Uh, Wonder Woman is to me what Power Rangers are to Richie Rich. So uh-huh. we're huge, huge, huge fans. And the Wonder Woman 84, Wonder Woman 2, even though it was supposed to be out last year, we could have already seen it. And we could already own it on DVD right now if it had actually just come out in November of 2019 like it was supposed to. It has been pushed back many times. We would have had the damn Blu-ray by now. We would have had the Blu-ray by now. Uh, it has been pushed back many times. Uh, of course, now due to COVID. And now it's set for October. This is the one thing I will go into public for, y'all. I don't fucking care. I still say just charge me 15, 20 bucks to watch it at home and I'll stream it. Exactly. I'll do it. I will sp- I'll watch it like three times. So just you know, and I'll pay $25 each time. So, but whatever, I'll still go to a theater and risk dying. So the new Wonder Woman stills are out from uh, the new trailer that drops in August. I'm presuming that will be one of the last, if not the last, trailer. We don't yet see Cheetah, the full version of Cheetah in the new trailer, apparently. But that's probably the biggest reveal with all this new stuff. Yeah. You have all these new uh, trailers and toys and, you know, when you have a pop figure come out and a doll come out that clearly shows what the character looks like. It's kind of hard to ignore that. Trading cards came out. So if you really wanted to, you could definitely get a look at uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah. Although it's still the last holdout for all this stuff. (laughs) Um, Apparently there's also a book 
uh, although that cuts out the third act, but there's also a book that basically details the plot of the movie. So there are spoilers out there. Um, I'm still, aside from seeing all the stuff and I'm excited about it and I, 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 I really still, like I close one eye and look through two fingers with the other eye with all the stuff because as much as I want to know, I kind of don't want to know. Yeah. You know, like I want it. I want to see it. I want, I, you know, I bought the fucking Revlon fucking nail polish. Like I want it. But <laughs> I don't want too much. Although I will say from what I've seen of Cheetah, um, they did a good job. Yeah. I can't wait to see their motion. I really think people are going to be surprised by Kristen Wiig. I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it. I want to see it now. Yes. Again, we should already have the Blu-ray, but here we are. <laughs> <laughs> we will make do. It is something to look forward to at the very least. So there is that, you know. Uh, Just don't push it back anymore. No. That's enough. I mean, plus, you know. There's, I mean, there's only so many fucking spoilers before, <laughs> right? Like, there's only so many things until we just seen it all. So, yeah, come on. I want some mystery. Well, it looks like you're getting it, so that's good. <laughs> I hope so. No, I'm really trying. I'm really trying. All right, we have finally arrived. It is that time... I will admit I am at the end of a bottle of wine. So without you being here, Richie Rich, I had to drink oh the goodness. entire thing myself. Good. Uh, 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 uh. I'm on my Ooh. second bottle of water. Yes. <laughs> You're on Pedialyte. And just pop the Benadryl so I can speak tonight. <laughs> Pedialyte on ice. Yeah. <laughs> Pedialyte is some good shit, y'all. Um, it is. Yes, they make an adult version too. It just replenishes you. Yeah, it really does. Okay, this week we wanted to know, and we finally made it to the sex question. Whew, we're here. Uh, we wanted to know what is something weird that turns you on? So, first of all, people have replied at Richie and Wes on Instagram and on Twitter. Some people have replied with blank answers, which I don't understand. That's really weird. I don't understand how that's even possible. We've never, we've never had that happen before. Is there a glitch going on? It happened twice. That's weird. I know. Yeah, completely blank. Weird. Okay, someone said, and again, we never call anybody out unless you want us to. All your answers or all your votes are always completely anonymous unless you're just a big ho and you're like, yes, tell everyone all my secrets. <laughs> um, this is a first. I've never heard this. Men wearing watches. Really? 
Yeah, even when they're naked. A man wearing a watch. Okay. <laughs> I, you know, I always dive in for a little clarity. I'm like, do you mean a nice yeah. watch? Like a Rolex watch? Like right, a big watch? Like, uh, apparently it is just the sort of finishing, you know, responsible sort of looking sort of, you know, has all their ducks in a row thing about it. Interesting. Okay. Uh, and, well, also, you know, forearms, thick wrist, thick forearm. Mm-hmm. Tight watch band. <laughs> I don't know, but I for some reason I felt like it made sense. Um, okay, so watches. Okay, so interesting. Yeah, that, that, I've never heard that <laughs> I've before. I've never heard that before. Until now. Yes. What about a guy in glasses? Eyeglasses, specifically. So not sunglasses, but... I eyeglasses. like that. I like that, too. I think that helps. I could see that. Again, it makes sense. I don't know what it is about the watch or the eyeglasses that's sexy, but it kind of makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, another blank answer. So I'm very sorry for not being able to read your answer, but it's, it's quite literally blank. That's so weird. Uh, who knows? Maybe they're attracted to ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> I have heard this before. In fact, an ex of mine was obsessed with this. A full, unkempt bush. Oh. Yeah, I've heard of that before. Pubic hair, just everywhere. Like, don't shave anything. Don't trim anything. Let your ball hair grow out. Let everything just... I just find that to be, for myself personally, a little swampy. I I I just need a little yeah. You know, especially between the thighs, like the taint area, like underneath. Oh yeah, that's like a lot going on. There's yeah. Nuh-uh. I don't even know what that looks like because I don't let that grow out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've seen pictures. It's not really my cup of tea, but you know what? They like it. I love it. Good for you. And I will say, you know, with my ex, I at least I allowed my, uh, like above the dick pubic hair to grow out, but like the ball hair and the taint hair and all that other stuff, it's uncomfortable for me to have it. So maybe it's because I've always you know, trimmed my whole life, or... I mean, Mm -hmm. not that I have, like, a gushing amount of hair or whatever. I've just always, you know... Yeah. You you trim it, you manicure it, you, you know, you keep it... I I feel like it's a courtesy. Yeah. (laughs) But some people want the whole effect. They want a flashback, to the 60s. What about... Yeah, no, I don't think anyone needs that much push. <laughs> uh, but again, you like it, we love it. Right, right. And I, I get that, you know. I mean, especially... I mean, look, the trim bush and you're pulling everything back, 
as we all know, as gay men, or from watching that one episode on Sex in the City, when you trim the bush, the tree looks bigger. And so uh, there is such a thing as presentation. Although I could say, you know, if you got a big old dick anyway, uh, having a giant bush really isn't going to distract from that. And um, yeah. I could see that being kind of hot. So good for you. <laughs> okay someone else said now i'm kind of finding that attractive actually I'm like mm, gigantic <laughs> You're like, Man, let me rethink my pants on this mm. okay someone else said and this is what i also never heard before even though i know like cigars are a fetish and blah 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 on occasion, they love the smell of cigarette smoke. Ew. Right, because cigars are disgusting, but they also have a very different smell than cigarettes. Yeah. So, again, I know, like, gays... there's a, Gays have a fetish for everything, I fucking swear to God. But... Uh, right. <laughs> we never get tired of it, but but it's usually a cigar, which I take just to be very phallic. Um, but cigars have their own particular odor. I mean, granted, it is disgusting, but a cigarette does not smell like that. A cigarette is actually it's kind of more vile in a way. Yeah. To me, I don't know. I'm also an ex. I like to smell cigarettes before they're lit. Honestly, like the tobacco. Oh, the tobacco. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like that sounds really good to me. But then, like once it's lit, I'm just like, uh, no. Ooh, I know. And then I'm. I used to be a smoker too. So I mean, I'm still struggling with that, you guys. Which is terrible. Um, but I mean, like even weed smoke, I don't really like. I like to smoke weed. Uh, I don't feel guilty about that at all. Uh, cigarettes, yes, but weed, no. I don't even like the smell of weed. I don't, yeah, same. I don't like it. Mm. I don't like it, but good for you. So, cigarette smoke. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, you know, it is what it is. I, uh, I'm picturing, like, very, you know, like, black and white sort of photography, like smoke billowing <laughs> Like 50s. Yes, like very, you know, like film noir. Yeah, it's a whole mood. The whole aesthetic. A <laughs> uh, few people were upset that we said name one weird thing that you're attracted to. Oh. Yeah, actually, I had several people respond with, like, what do you mean only one thing? I'm like, oh, well, okay, so tell me all the Um <laughs> Here's another one that I haven't heard specifically. Cold. Like, being like the- cold, it, literally physically on? cold, they will get erect. Because you know I dive, you know I did a deep dive. It was like cold. Interesting. What do you mean cold? I actually had an ex that would get turned on when it was windy. Ooh. For some fucking weird reason. Yeah. Did he wear underwear? Was it just? <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even like a reason. Like, like the wind just made him horny. Uh-huh. Very odd. Hmm. I've never heard the wind. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't until he told me like, thought, back in the day I literally thought that was just an expression 
of getting no you know, like literally like if it was a windy day he would get so turned on i'm just like this is very odd but okay <laughs> Uh, you're like, babe, let me turn a fan on. Mm. I went to the beach and he was just like, so I'm like, what is wrong? He's like, he's like, it's the wind. I told you. I'm like, what are you, an X-Men? Like, this is so odd. <laughs> Why is the beach always so windy? God, I hate the beach. <laughs> no, it's not just so. I hate it. I hate it all. I hate the beach, except when I'm literally out of the country and I'm somewhere completely fucking random and I'm on some beach and I, I'm just like, God, I could just live here. Let me just move right here onto this beach. I don't need anything else. I don't know what it is. Uh, yeah. I swear. Oh, uh, I've heard this before, although it's not super usual. Someone said that the their neighbors have loud sex, and it turns them on. Yeah, that's understandable. Yeah. So, I could see that. I have neighbors that have yeah. loud sex, but they're, to me, not attractive. So, that does not turn me on. Ooh, also, one time I got on Grinder because I was bored, and both of them individually tried to hit me up. Oh, yeah. No. What about sexy ears? That was ears? A, that was an answer. Yep. I tried to, you know, again, dive in uh, to quantify like lobes. <laughs> was it the shape of the ears? Was right. it like because I kind of get I've heard people finding like big ears attractive. But, yes. Like, I don't know. I never thought of the ears as being like a turn on, but. I kind of get this one because for me, uh, maybe it's just because he was my first boyfriend or I don't know. Maybe I've always been into it. But my first boyfriend really kind of looked like Will Smith. Okay. Tall, dark, handsome, and his ears kind of stuck out like that. Oh, gotcha. Yes, because Will Smith's ears stick out a little bit. Yeah, they do. He was known for it back in the day. <laughs> right. Well, especially when he was really thin, they kind of stuck out more. Like, he specifically, his neck yeah. is a lot thicker now because, you know, he tried to take away from his ears. I'm surprised he never had them pinned back. Anyway, I always thought it was adorable. And I don't know if, I mean, I don't pull on somebody's ears or try to guide them when they're doing things. But um, it's kind of cute to me. I don't know. Um, well, that makes sense. Yeah, so whenever I kind of see someone with, like, elf ears, I think it's cute, I, you know. <laughs> but, again, I don't know what this particular individual meant by sexy ears, because that could be something completely different than what I'm relating it to, so who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I always wonder about all those ear piercings. Have you ever had sex with someone who just had, like, a bazillion fucking piercings? No, actually. <laughs> I felt very intimidated, like, not intimidated, but very, uh, like, I had to be gentle with them. Like, I was afraid. Like, oh, am I going to rip something? You know, it freak me out. I'd be like, oh, uh, I'm a little accident prone. I'd be like, oh. Oh, I had someone one time remove a Prince Albert. 
beforehand. Oh my god. Which what? I was like, wow, first of all. And then they were like, okay, so now, you know, now that my piercing is not in, you never had sex with someone with a Prince Albert? No. No? Okay, well, I'm the hard Never one. once ever in my life. Well, it's happened to me multiple times, but this is the first one who took it out. <laughs> and I will That's say... So <laughs> Oh, there's sort of a type. I mean, at, at a point, you're kind of like, yeah, you've got your dick pierced, don't you? But a lot, most of the time, they don't bother to take it out. And this individual did, and I, I was relieved. But then afterwards, when we were, you know, getting ready, I think we are going to go back to dinner or something, he started to put his piercing back in and acted like it got... He acted like it got caught on something and screamed. Oh, my God. No, I hate people joke around like that. And he was like, just kidding. I'm like, you know what? That's your own fucking fault. You put a hole in your dick, not me. Oh, no. Uh, this one definitely I agree with as well is, uh, this person said, we're cuddling in bed and he starts to kind of push himself into me and then he kind of pushes his butt into me. Okay. Yeah. I can agree with that. (laughs) You know, because that's like a sign. I mean, that's basically like, hey... Yeah, that's completely understandable. Yeah. And uh, the last response that we've gotten so far at Richie and Wes, you can keep responding, don't worry, we'll still inquire about your fucking kinkiness, (laughs) is uh, when he brings me food in bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm happy with that. Yes. (laughs) Well, you should. Cause actually, that is a true turn on. Yes. Well, you should, because that actually was your boyfriend who responded to that. I figured. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like it. <laughs> uh, Richie Rich, what is one weird thing that you're turned on by? Um... See, I was gonna revisit this, but I've already, but that would be a rehashing of the body part thing. I mean, we all know I love cats, mm-hmm. but I will say weird and that turns me on boys in baseball teams. Oh, and I don't know why. Wearing a baseball tee, I don't, I, I don't know why I think they're sexy. There's, I, I, I'm not a baseball fan. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's such an odd turn on. But if you have a baseball tee, I'm instantly looking at you. Also, if you have like like a white beater and like basketball shorts, my eyes are automatically going to go to you. And I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. You could not even be attractive, but if you're wearing either one of those things, for some reason, I'm just visually turned on by those. Yeah. Like, it makes no sense at all. I don't know why, but for the long... And it's been forever, like, since high school. Oh, I think, I mean, the the wife-beater basketball shorts thing is, like, that's how, honestly, a lot of guys, whether they're gay, straight, whatever, that's how we hang out. 
that's where we're at our most relaxed, maybe our most vulnerable, right? We're probably not wearing anything under the basketball shorts, even if we go out in public. Yeah, hopefully not. Um, I feel like that's how a lot of guys just hang out. That's probably where you're just seeing that raw, that's, that's them. And that is a turn on <laughs> for sure. I, I do think that's a turn on when someone, I think for me, my weirdest turn on is when someone is just completely comfortable with themselves, whether it's being a dork, whether it's being in their wife beater and their basketball shorts, again, hopefully with no underwear on, whether it's <laughs> whatever it is, you know what I mean? Like I, I, I have an intense attraction to someone who is not just being themselves, but embracing themselves. Like they're loving the thing that kind of makes them you know, sort of just be themselves. They're they're not, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they're just not being inhibited in, in any way. Although I will say another thing that turns me on, oddly enough, and we've talked about this, I think, before on the show, is like a guy in a suit, but with his dick out. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Like, it doesn't even matter what you look like. If you're a guy in a suit and you got your dick out, that is just a turn on. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> why is that? I don't know. <laughs> the world may never know. The world may never know. Um, but I loved all the responses this week. It definitely made me think about some things. Uh, I think we've done this question before, except reverse as to what repulsed you the most, like wearing socks in bed or yeah. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we've done the reverse of this one. So if you're enjoying the episode, go back a few episodes and uh, go back. I think it's called sexual pet peeves. We've completely discussed that. (laughs) Yes. And you'll find all the things that are the opposite of what we find attractive. And our listeners as well, who, as we have found out over the years, are complete fucking freaks. So, mm-hmm. thank you for listening. Thank you for in the best possible way. Oh yes, <laughs> I love it. It always strikes me when someone says, "You know, like wristwatch." I'm like, "What? Tell me how this started. What is the attraction?" <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm fascinated by it. Um, so, uh, we love to hear all that. We love it when you interact with us. We always follow back on our socials at Richie and Wes. Right now, we're really only on Twitter and Instagram. I thought about starting a TikTok, but Jesus Christ, you guys, I downloaded it, and I literally feel like I'm 80 years old. I don't even know how to do it. Derek, my boyfriend, is like... A TikTok like fucking Spielberg right now is insane. Oh, his are really cute. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know how the fuck to even do to even start doing any of those. If you're if you're uh, looking for someone to follow, P A P A D five one O, I think. Yes. 
Uh, John. I know. My memory is like you wouldn't. You wouldn't believe I had a whole bottle of wine based on. I know. I'm really skills. impressed right now. I know. Um, <laughs> yes, because the one thing that I don't like about TikTok is as soon as I log on, because I'm new and I'm 80 and I don't really know what's happening. I can't. I'm not even posting. I'm like fuck that. I don't even fucking know how to do that. But every time I load that shit up. It's people who have like a million followers or like 500,000 followers or. Oh my goodness. Have you seen Jason Derulo? Oh yeah. How he, he has a whole fucking professional camera crew and a yes. fashion shit. He just revealed he makes 75,000 plus per TikTok. What? How? They have a thing like YouTube, I guess, and they monetize it. <sighs> That's right? why those people get preference. Why is Jason fucking Derulio making? I mean, good for him, but why is it not someone who doesn't already have a record fucking contract? Right, and millions of dollars. Right. <laughs> I mean, he's already living the life. I mean, good for him. I'm saying get that money, but also, yeah. What? But insane, yeah. But I, no, we're not doing a TikTok, absolutely not. <laughs> I, I just don't fucking get it. But also, you only see the ones that have 500,000 followers or 25,000 followers. It's very difficult yeah. to find the other, like, your friends or other people. I just find it to be mm-hmm. very... Uh, it's just very off-putting for me, A, because yeah, obviously... Yeah, it's not a very... User-friendly interface as far as finding things. It's not like YouTube where you can type in what a review and you'll get like some big YouTubers that then someone that has like four views and right, you know right. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't. I don't like that at all. I I want to. I want to build people up who all, don't already have that following. To me, that's what social media is exactly. all about. Any random fucking person can suddenly like have a million views so i don't know it's just weird yeah thing. the point is we don't have a tiktok but we are on instagram <laughs> and twitter at richie and wes um and we'll always get back to you and we'll always follow back so go there right now and follow us but yeah. otherwise um that's about all, you guys. If you're listening on your iPhone, go ahead, give us a five-star review. If it's anything less than five stars, we will shade you on the show because we'll hate you forever. Uh, so exactly. don't do that. Don't do that because we really do need... <laughs> no, we really do need five stars. So uh, get us up there. Uh, we have a Patreon. It's uh, patreon.com forward slash Richie with a Y. Yes, and please. Wes. We are at least trying to cover the costs for the show. Uh, as of yet, Richie Rich doesn't need a lung transplant, but you never know. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> entire, go fund me to. <laughs> yeah. Please. Um, so if you want to support the show, you want to give us... You know, I mean... We're not asking for millions of dollars, y'all. Our our first content We're tier not. starts it's at a couple $3. Bucks. It's literally $3 a month. So we would love your support. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love you to share. We'd love you to do all that stuff. We're basically at the end of the show. 
So anything else is just a bonus. Thank you all for listening. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye.